This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So I yell and I scream, Um, but sometimes God's wanting to get something to us. So I want to try to get to you a few things. So uh, maybe this will help me to to stay uh, calm. Amen. Uh, Once again, I just want to just give praise and honor to God uh, for the privilege uh, to have the opportunity to come today. Just honor your pastors, Norris and Cindy. Uh, with such a grateful heart. We love them so much, and we honor them. You have some of the best pastors around, um, and we're just so privileged and honored that we've been able to come and be part of the family here from Alexander City uh, to help during this time, Uh, and that's what family does, right? Amen. We all help one another. You know, together we are better. You know, that was something I remember Walt Preston used to say all the time, When we used to come for meetings, he'd always say, together we are better. And that really is true, because see, we all bring a little something different, a little something unique, amen? But everything that each and every one of us do is important to God. So before we get started, I'm going to pray. So Father, I just thank you right now. I just come to you, Father. Oh, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I say, Father... Oh, let your words go forth today. Let hearts be open to hear what you want to say to your people. Let them hear your heart, Father. Let them hear your words. I thank you, God, that seeds are going to be planted today, that there will be transformation in the name of Jesus, that they came in one way, but they're going out changed. I thank you, God, that your word is powerful. It is mighty. And we thank you, God, that even for maybe today they came in and maybe there's, you know, pain in their body or their hearts have been hurt, Father. I just thank you right now for wholeness and healing so that they can hear and receive your word today, God, with no distractions in the name of Jesus. And we'll give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And if you can agree with that, say amen. If somebody could come and get my water open for me, I would really appreciate it. Um, Anyway, today my title is Fully Persuaded Faith. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, when you're not fully persuaded, it is hard to walk this Christian walk. It's hard to please God. It's hard to be in faith and not fear. So you got to be fully persuaded. And I believe in the times that we're in right now, we've had lots of opportunity to not be fully persuaded. I don't care who you are, whether you've been a Christian one day or whether you've been a Christian 60 years, you've had opportunity to be tempted to not be fully persuaded about some things. Amen, if we're truthful right? But, you know, we've got to get to that place of being fully persuaded, because if you're not, then you're going to be in trouble. 
Because that's how fear enters in. That's how doubt enters in. And so today I hope you're going to hear me say it over and over and over again about being fully persuaded that I'm going to believe and declare by the time you leave here today and those that are watching live or maybe going to tune in later on that, that all they're going to hear when they get tempted to be in doubt or to be in fear, all they're going to hear is, no, I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded. We're going to look at Hebrews 11, 33 and 34, and we'll look at it in the NIV. It says, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. You know, faith is a spiritual force. Faith is a powerful force. Faith is something that God has given each and every one of us, but you've got to act on it. You've got to be fully persuaded. Amen? You know, and when we're in faith, when we're fully persuaded, it gives glory to God. It gives glory to God. And that's what this is all about. Because, see, when God gets the glory, then things will happen out here. See, because we want our lives to tell a story. We want our lives to make a difference. And how's it going to make a difference if you're not persuaded about what Father God has said for you? You can't go convince someone else if you're not fully persuaded. So we want to bring glory to God. But I'm going to tell you, this isn't just any kind of faith. This is a faith that honors God, a trustworthy faith, a powerful and loving faith, and acknowledging, once again, it's your glory, God. I want to bring glory to your name. I want to see your manifested presence and power and glory be in my life operate in me and through me so that when I walk about my day, when I walk about everyday life, that when people come in contact with me, I may not even have an opportunity to say anything to them, but they're going to know there's something different. There's going to know there's something on the inside of me that's greater than he that is in the world. They're going to know they may not understand, but they're going to know you got something and they want it. And what is that? You are fully persuaded about the faith of God, about God's glory, about his presence, about the touch of God on your life. Oh, hallelujah. You know, when we have faith in God, you know what that's doing? It's expressing our love to him. It's letting the world know I love my father. I love my daddy. And he loves you. When we have that fully persuaded faith, it's expressing a love, a love to our God. And you know, love I always trust. In 1 Corinthians 13, 7, it says it always protects. It always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. We need to get some perseverance in us. Quit being like you're in the McDonald's line and pulling up to God and expecting something to happen in five minutes. And if it don't, you get all mad. You get all disgusted. You quit and want to give up. You got to have some perseverance because without the perseverance, how will they know? 
They got to have somebody that's got something to them, that's got a backbone in them, that's going to say, you know what? My God is able. My God is faithful. My God is true. My God is healer. My God is everything that I'll ever need. My God is my supplier. He is Jehovah Jireh. But see, if you don't know it, how will they know? If you don't know it, then how are you going to go tell? Oh, hallelujah, it's time that we get a little bit excited. You'll go sit at them Alabama and Auburn games and act like a bunch of fools, paint yourselves up, sit out there and scream and holler for hours and hours and hours. But we come in the house of God, we got to hurry up, get it over, and don't get too loud. Don't get too excited. What will they think? Well, you didn't think about that when you're acting like a fool out there at the game. No matter what the temperature or the weather, you ended up showing up. No matter what it cost, you were there. Seats are hard. They're not comfy like this. Ain't no air condition, ain't no heater in the stadiums. Oh, we better not get over there. I'm not neither Alabama or Auburn, but I've seen all of you act like a bunch of fools. But anyway, how much more do we need to act like a fool for Jesus? Don't tell me you're not persuaded, you're not fully convinced. When you go to that game, you want your team to win. Well, how much more? You better be Jesus, Team Jesus. Winning for Jesus. There's nothing wrong with all that, but where's Jesus? Are we getting excited about Jesus? Are you hollering and yelling about Jesus? Are you telling everybody about Jesus? Are you letting your life tell the story of his goodness and his love? Oh, we better be telling something. We ain't been telling. Why do you think they don't want to know? If you're repeating what the news is saying, they don't want to hear that. They already hear it every day. If you're all in gloom and, and despair, then what do they want to hear that for? They hear that every day. They hear it on the news. They hear it at their job. But faith that gives glory to God is faith that is fully persuaded. So what? When you're fully persuaded, it gives glory to God. Who are we giving glory to? In Romans 4.21, it says, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Oh, hallelujah. Have we forgotten this? Have we been in a two-year little funk? Have we been in a two-year where we've let the enemy rob and steal the glory of God from the church? where he's getting the best, where we now don't even have to go to church. We sit on the couch. Well, how do you serve from your couch? I need to ask that question. I'm sorry. How are you helping the church if you're on your couch or in your bed? How are you ministering to God's people? How are you ministering to the children? How are you serving and greeting and letting people know that God loves them? How, I don't know how you're doing it if you're doing it from your bed. But anyway... We got to get persuaded, fully persuaded. And you know, when you're fully persuaded, you know what that means? It means I'm all in. I'm all in. 
just like when you're at that game. You're all in. You're all in, ain't you? You're all the way in there. Well, how much more you need to be all in for Jesus? It doesn't mean you got one foot in fear and one foot in faith. When you're fully persuaded, you're all in. You need to maybe just make that a little note on a note card, a sticky or whatever, and put it on your bathroom window. Remind yourself, every morning I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm fully persuaded. I'm all in. I'm not going to be in doubt one day and in fear, and in the next moment I'm going to be in faith. Yes, there will come opportunities for us to doubt, for us to get in fear. But don't stay there. Don't stay there. Tell yourself, stir yourself up and say, no, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm fully persuaded. I'm all in. I'm all in. You know, there's something I think here in the South uh, that people use that, you know, you got to know that you know that you know, get it down in your crawl, that you know that you know that you know I'm fully persuaded. You got to know that you know that you know that what Jesus said is yes and amen, and so be it. It is for you. Everything in that word is yes and amen, but you got to know what it says. There's something in that word for everything you've ever been through, everything you're going through, and everything you're ever going to go through. God has a promise, and the promise is yes and amen. Yes and amen. But are you persuaded? Because, see, if you don't really think he'll do it for you, then don't get surprised when you don't get anything. If you're not expecting anything, don't be surprised when you don't get anything. Oh, I don't like to, I don't like to be, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in a house as a guest today, and I don't want to seem harsh, but I'm going to tell you something. It's a matter of life and death. We're in the balance. People's lives that are attached to your life are in the balance. Your choices matter. Where you go to church matters. What you do with your life matters. The decisions you make matter. There are people that are crossing your path that will never cross my path. There's people that God has ordained to come across your path, and you better be letting your light shine. You better be, be fully persuaded because they're counting on you. They're counting on you to be at the right place at the right time to say the right thing at the right time, to be willing to pray, to be willing to pray. Oh, we got to get the all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I know that I know that I know that if my Father God has said it, that he is not a respecter of persons, and it's yes and amen for me. But I got to get persuaded down on the inside that I believe that what he has said is true. That what he has said is for me and it's for you. But you're going to have to grab a hold of it. Reach up and grab a hold of it. Reach up. Don't be surprised when things aren't happening and changing. Go back and check your are you persuaded? 
Are you convinced? What was the last thing God asked you to do? Have you done it? Or are you waiting for a word from God? You're waiting for the prophet to come. You're waiting for a big special meeting for you to go and to someone to lay hands and tell you something. Why don't you just do what God told you, the last thing he told you to do from his word? And then get in agreement with it and say yes and amen. You know, so you may ask, well, how do we get there? I'm going to read two scriptures. For, it's the same scripture, but out of two translations. In Romans 12 and 2, stop, and this is out of the uh, Passion, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. The other one, Romans 12, 2, this one I'm reading out of the voice, says, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good and pleasing and complete. So there's the answer to the question. How do I get fully persuaded? Renewing our mind. Hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And then not just hearing it, but grabbing a hold of it, believing it, receiving it, and then acting on it. Amen? So that's the way we get there, is we have to renew our mind to rebuild and re-energize. And you know it's a continual process. You can't just do this once. You've got to do it every day. You've got to get up and get into the Word of God. And listen, everybody's different. Do, don't go look at, well, what do you do? How do you do it? Whatever. Look, for some people, you know, they can do maybe hours. For some people, maybe they read a whole bunch of chapters. I would say just start with get the daily one year. It helps you. It gives you a little framework that every morning you can just start out and you read a little bit. It takes five, ten minutes, depending. Different ones are different, different translations, you know. But start out with that. When you make priority God's Word, your day will go better. Your steps will be directed by Father God. Because what you're saying is, God, I'm giving you the glory. I'm honoring you first. And you say, well, you don't know my morning. It's really busy and hectic. Well, you take a shower, don't you? You can't spend time with God in there praying. Do you drive to work? Pray in the Holy Ghost all the way to work then. 
if you didn't get a chance to do your reading and then do it when you get home. But don't tell me you don't have any time. There are opportunities that we get to choose every day. Do I put God first? And do you know he can redeem time? You know? And look, I get there too. I make a bunch of lists, and then at the end of the day I looked at it, and I think sometimes I, get, I got one thing done. Sometimes I didn't get none done. And I'm thinking, oh, God, you know. But I have to make a decision, okay. But I did what I could do. Tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's a new day. I get to start over tomorrow. And you know what? What gets done will get done. But I want God's way and his will done first. I spend some time with my father. Then he'll direct my steps. Because remember I talked about, you know, the, the lives. You know, people that maybe don't know him at all. The people maybe you're going to come in contact with at your work. Or maybe at the restaurant or maybe in the line. And, you know, sometimes it's not about you quoted them some scripture and sounded real, oh, spiritual. <laughs> and acted like you knew everything and had your Bible with you and whatever. Sometimes it might be, you know, maybe you let them go first. Maybe that person at work that you silently call names and that irritates you the wrong way and that you really, really wish they didn't sit near you. Maybe that's the one God's telling you to pray for. Maybe you need to obey God sometimes when he says, just go up there and let them know that you're praying. That's it. You don't have to say anymore. Just go tell them that you've been praying for them. See, we never know the power of God's words if we don't release them. And you'll never know the power you may have in their life that they may have said that day, okay, God, if you're real, then show me. Just show me. Send me a sign or something. Let somebody say something to me that mentions your name, and I'll believe that it's you. See, we never know. Don't get so busy that you forget about what's happening around you. That people are falling off. People that are lonely and that are hurt that have been sick, that are misused, and they need someone to say, it's going to be all right. I don't have all the answers, but I know the one who does. All I want you to know is that today God loves you, and I've been praying for you. I'm telling you, these are the days that we're in that you've got to be telling you got to be fully persuaded about what God has said. Now, look, your life ain't perfect, and they know it. They don't need you to tell them. They're just looking for something real. They're looking for somebody that's fully persuaded. Fully persuaded about something other than fear and doubt and tragic, hate. They're looking for something different. Will you be that vessel that'll be that something different? You know, it's a rebuilding and a re-energizing 
when we renew our minds. It's a continual process because we're rebuilding the truth of God's word every day in our minds because we're constantly bombarded in hearing the negative truth of the world. We're hearing the lies of the world, the doubt of the world, the fear of the world. So you've got to keep your mind renewed so that your mind is being rebuilt and strengthened on the Word of God. And then that's how you stay fully persuaded. So when the enemy comes with the thoughts of doubt and unbelief, and when he tries to come in like a flood and tell you, never mind, it's never going to be any different, it's not going to change, you say, oh, yes, it is. Because I have the mind of Christ. I have the greater one living on the inside of me. I'm fully persuaded that God is for me and not against me. That God is my healer. God is my deliverer. God is my restorer. God is my friend. When I may seem like I'm all alone, I'm never alone. Jesus is always with me. You got to get fully persuaded because the world's negative thoughts, because listen, the more you hear God's word, then the less that will have an effect on you. You're going to have to start changing the proportion of what you're listening to. I'm not saying you can't listen to the news so that you can be educated and know how to pray, but I'm going to tell you, if that's all you're having as a diet, and then you wonder why you're constantly discouraged, feeling sick, feeling depressed, feeling angry and hateful at the world, then maybe you need to turn it off and turn on the Word of God. If you're sick in your body, listen to scriptures. Do you know we're in a day and time, we have more opportunities now than anyone at any time. You can click on any YouTube, you can click on and listen to people just reading healing scriptures. Reading them for you. Filling your mind with faith. If you're having trouble with your finances, if you're having trouble with your children, no matter what it is, turn it on. Turn on God's word and replace the other. So when you do hear the other, you go, oh, well, we know that's not the truth. God's word is true. They may be saying that, but because I'm a child of God, I do not have to fear. Yes, trouble may come, but I can prosper in a famine time because I'm a child of God. I'm a believer. See, the world around me may be caving in, but thank God I've got the greater one living on the inside of me. I'm fully persuaded that God is for me and not against me, that I am the head and not the tail, that I'm blessed to be a blessing. Oh, hallelujah. Change what you're listening to. Have less of the negative thoughts and get fully persuaded. Give glory to God. Because, once again, what are you saying? You're making a statement to God. I trust you. When I'm fully persuaded, I trust you. Above anyone or anything, I trust my God. That if my God said it, then it's true. And if my God said it, then I'm going to start saying it, too. 
I'm going to start agreeing with my Father God. I'm going to start agreeing with Daddy. I'm going to start lining up with His Word. I'm going to start expecting something different to happen in my life. I'm going to start expecting change to happen. That everywhere I go, favor chases me down, surrounds me, shows up. I'm blessed to be a blessing. My mind is strong. I get stronger every day. He restores me to the days of my youth. I shall not be shaken because my God, my God said. I'm fully persuaded about what God says. Quit looking at all of the mountains in your life and look to the mountain mover. Do you think maybe he's able to move it? Do you? If you don't get fully persuaded. See, start renewing your mind. Listen, listen, listen to God's word. Hear it and hear it over and over again. In whatever area you're struggling with, until you get so persuaded, then no matter what they say, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what the news says, no matter what my checkbook says, I can say, but my God said, he shall supply all of my needs. That he is my healer. That he'll restore all that the enemy has stolen from me. Bring it back and make it better than it ever was before. Turn everything that's wrong and upside down and make it right side up in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Do we believe that God's word is the final authority? Get it down in your crawl. Be persuaded that what God has said is yes and amen. Give glory to your God and quit giving it to your circumstances. We give too much credit to everything that's happening around us and against us. It's time to stand up and start saying, but my God said that's got to change. That's just temporary. But my God is eternal. So whatever that negative thing is, whatever that bad thing is, whatever that awful thing is, whatever they've said, maybe he said, they said, there's no hope. There's nothing else we can do for you. That's all right, because I know somebody that can. Regardless of what your children are not doing or doing, but your children and your grandchildren to a thousand generations will serve God. And you don't take anything less. You get up in the devil's face and say, uh-uh, there's been a line drawn here. You ain't having my children, my grandchildren. You're not having my family. You're not having my mate. You're not having my church. You're not having my friends and family in the name of Jesus. You know, when we act on God's word, we're saying, God, I love you. Because when you get in fear and doubt, what you're saying is, God, I don't believe you can do it. I don't believe you can do it for me. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. But God said, God said, you're his child. You're his special child. You're his 
child. And his truth will always prevail. It will always come forward. You know, faith in God, having that faith in him, it enriches and strengthens not only your love for him, but your ability to love. And oh, do we have a world that needs some love. Amen. We have a world that needs some love. And you know, when we have faith in God and we love our Father to the point that we say, I'm all in and I believe, it'll drive out fear. It'll drive out doubt. It'll drive out those lying, oppressive spirits that they cannot operate in your life anymore. So let's act on God's word today. Let's get fully persuaded. Let's actually believe that God's word is the absolute authority above everything else, above everything and anyone else. Find his word for your situation or situations. They're in there. Google it. Google whatever your problem is. It'll give you all the scriptures you need. There is no excuse. It is free and available to those who will just believe. But we're going to have to apply it. You're going to have to believe it, and you're going to have to start acting on it. Do you believe? Just believe. That's what we call the, our woman's conference that we have in August. This will be our 11th one. And the Lord gave me that 11 years ago. Just believe. See, and that can sound like a nice, pretty little thing or tagline, but you've got to believe. Because when you really start believing, you'll start acting on his word. And like I said, you'll start seeing a change. You'll start seeing fear go. Because you can't walk in fear and faith at the same time. You can't do it. You're going to have to replace fear and doubt with the immovable, fully persuaded faith in God. You know, as they pr play something, I'm just going to give a moment here to an opportunity. You don't have to come up front. You can maybe just put your hand up or stand where you are. Maybe you've been struggling. Maybe you're watching today and, and you say, you know what? I feel like I haven't been fully persuaded. There's some things I feel persuaded. Other things I feel like I've been wavering in. I'm tired of feeling like, you know, you take two steps forward and ten steps back. If that's you today, let's get to the place where we say no more. No more, devil. You're not robbing from me. You're not stealing my peace and my joy and my hope anymore. I'm going to get fully persuaded. How many of you ready to be fully persuaded? Amen? Well, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus... I just thank you, God, today that your word has gone forth, that the power of your word changes lives, 
God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that the power of your word changes circumstances. That the power of your word heals broken bodies. Heals bodies, God, that have been given no hope. And the doctor has said there's incurable disease. And today we speak to that thing and we curse it. At the very root that you've got to leave, no foreign matter or thing can live in any body under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. No more tormenting devils come into your mind to tell you that you're losing it. You've not lost it. You have the mind of Christ. It is not hopeless. You're full of hope. You're not unwanted. God said you're his child and you're precious in his sight. Every single one of you have been called for such a time as this to minister the word of God. It doesn't matter what you are or what you're doing. God has called each and every one for such a time as this. He needs some fully persuaded People. I speak peace right now, peace to minds, peace to situations where there's been turmoil and confusion. I speak clarity right now. I come against that spirit of confusion. There's some life-altering decisions that you need to make, and you've been confused because the enemy's been trying to get you confusion. Right now, I speak clarity. You're going to know. You're going to know that you know that you know that you know what to do. You're going to know what way to go. You're going to know what position to take, what job to take. You're going to know what house to buy. You're going to know when to put yours on the market. God has given you faith arise to believe healing in your body right now in the name of Jesus. You will not accept that report. For God is the final word. God's word is the final authority. In the name of Jesus, supernatural, creative, miraculous miracles happening in this house and those that are under my voice right now, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, there is turnaround, turnaround, turnaround. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Oh, God, we give you glory. Lift your hands to your Father God. Lift your hands to your Father God. Say thank you. Go ahead and thank him now. Thank him, thank him, thank him. When we worship, when we worship God's glory, when his praises go up, his glory comes down. When his praises go up, his glory comes down. Expect, expect different, expect different, expect turnaround. It's time for turnaround. It's time for turnaround. It's time for turnaround. If you're ready, you just need to yell, I'm ready for turnaround. I'm ready for turnaround. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. And we never want to close out a service without giving an opportunity Maybe you're here in the house or maybe you're watching or you'll tune in later and maybe you don't know this Jesus that I talk about. Or maybe you've known him and you, you kind of walked away. He hasn't been center. 
He hasn't been priority. But first, let's pray for those that maybe you've never accepted Jesus into your life. Let's pray this. Say, Dear Lord, come into my life. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. I choose today to make you Lord of my life. And I'm going to serve you all the days of my life. I thank you, God, today for this new life, for this new day that I get to start with you. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. And I encourage you, if you're in the house and you prayed that, be sure before you leave, tell somebody. I'm sure they've got stuff for you. If you're watching, contact the church. Contact them and let them know that you gave your heart to Jesus for the first time. Or maybe you're coming back to him. Let them help you. Let them give you information. Amen. Oh, God, we just thank you, God, today. I thank you, God, that your word today, God, is full of life. It's full of hope. It's full of transformation. And we thank you, God, today that seeds were planted, that there's been new life resurrected in every area of their life. We thank you for the turnaround. We thank you for the change. Even right now as we're sitting here, there's been hope that has rose up in your people today. That even today when they go home, they're going to get a good report. They're going to get a different report. I thank you, God, today that even this next week that what they have been struggling with will turn around in the name of Jesus. No more lack. I thank you for jobs and raises and promotion. I thank you for lost monies and inheritances coming into your people this day. For people for our life. And we give you the praise and the glory. And if you can agree with that, say amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.